Um, nothing to see here, just a kid being bad. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I think he wants to like tag team preach and be up here beside me, I think, is what he wants to do. Um, and if I could do it, I would let him, but um, y'all would see a fit up here because I would kill him. Um, anyway, uh, it's good to, good to be back here tonight. And I, I want to say something, I, and I'm not going to name them. You probably all know who they are because uh, I don't want to embarrass them, but we had some people jamming tonight to the songs, okay? I don't know if y'all saw that, but I was like, that is so cool to be in church and have people like dancing over here to the songs and stuff. It was, it was pretty awesome. And I just love this church. I love to be a part of this church. I don't know about y'all, but I just I just love to be a part of this church so much. It's just I have so much fun um, being your pastor. I really do. And uh, I gotta say, I've been meaning to say this. I keep forgetting to say this. Um, and I'll say it again next Sunday morning. But uh, I don't know who you are, and you know who you are, um, obviously because you're you. But whoever you are that left me a gift in my study this morning, a Christmas gift. I don't know who you are. Thank you. And then a couple weeks ago, um, one of y'all, I don't know who you are left a ridiculously generous gift um, at our home. Um, too ridiculously, and Hannah will echo. Um, I mean, I was, we were, I, I get a text. I, I'm, I'm at church. I'm here talking to somebody after church. I'd be, I was actually here for a long time. I was kind of late getting home. And, and I'm on my way home, and she texts me, you know, you will not believe when you get home. And I'm, th- I'm thinking, like, something bad's done happened. Like, I'm like, oh, God, somebody's done died. Or, you know, what was done happening? And I walk in. She's like, look at this gift. I'm like, well, this is good. This is exciting. Why are you? Oh, you won't believe what you're going to find when you get home. Like, I, mean, I thought it was terrible, you know. Um, but, but, th- but thank you, whoever you are, if they're here, because uh, I don't know who you are. So, but, but thank you um, for giving us the gift this morning on, our, on, our de- on my desk in my office, you sneaky person, whoever you are. Um, and also uh, the big gift you left at our house the other day. That was too, too, too sweet um, and, and much appreciated, and thank you so much. Um, we love each and every one of you. Whoever did that, thank you. Luke 9.23. Luke 9.23 is where we're going to be. And uh, is it on the screen tonight, dude? No? Yes? Okay, Luke 9.23. Um, and uh, tonight tonight uh, is, uh, is going to be um, a barn burner. Uh, tonight, uh, I told a few people that were here on the front, you might get some spit on you tonight because I really love preaching this text um, a lot. I've actually only preached it one time, so this is, this is the second time. But uh, Luke 9.23 says this. says, Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. We'll read verse 24 for context. He says, For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. We'll read 25 too. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and is himself destroyed or lost? So uh, would you join me as we pray? God, we, we thank you so much for uh, our service tonight so far. We, we thank you for the songs that we lifted up to you uh, we thank you for the, the time of worship and fellowship and offerings. And, and God, we just thank you for everyone who, who unlocked the church, turned the lights on, prepared the worship videos, did it, did it vacuum the floors uh, uh, in the nursery. Uh, whoever it is tonight who had any part of this service, we want to thank them and, and thank you for giving them to us, God. And tonight as we, as we preach about what it means to follow you, I pray that you would speak in a mighty way. I pray that people would not see me, but they would see you. They would not hear me, but they would hear you. God, and I pray that tonight, tonight would be the night for, for a change and a turn and, a, and an awakening, and whoever this message is meant for, God, you know it. 
I know it, God, and, and we know that all of us around, uh, all of us around know that someone here tonight needs this message, or else why would it be being preached? So, God, just, just uh, speak, move, uh, release any distractions, just help us to push those things aside, and God, just let tonight, let you be honored tonight in all the words and the songs and everything, God. We ask all those things in Jesus' name, amen. What does it mean in, in today's world? I love that video. Ryan didn't tell me he was going to put that video up there. But I love that video because I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, the word Christian has been so deformed and so distorted and so faded and so, so worn and, and so warped and twisted that here in this country, we don't even know what that means anymore. You can get on a plane and go to Russia and, and go to Russia and everybody's a Christian. I, I mean it. Everybody's a Christian. I mean, you, you talk to people, and I'm talking tongue-in-cheek, but, but uh, over, over in some places in the world, and I, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but Christian's a cultural thing. You know, And I'm going to be honest with you, here in America, I, I said this in a sermon one time, and I got eyebrows cocked in me, but you know, hey, that happens a lot. Hey, I've been to so many funerals where we just automatically talk about, oh, we're there with the Lord now. And I hope that's true. And I hope that most people in the South are Christians. But I'm going to tell you something. I, I'm just going to be honest with you. We preach more people into heaven at funerals that probably never profess Christ. We, we, we talk about everybody how they're Christian and this and that. But, but, but what does that mean anymore? It's so watered down. It's like sweet tea. Who loves sweet tea? Praise God for sweet tea. Amen. My mama, uh, my mama's mother, lives right down the road on 341, uh, is possibly, my wife will back me up, the sweetest person in the entire world. I mean, she's just the sweetest. And her tea is just like her. It is the sweetest tea in the world. Like, it's almost like when it comes out, it like comes out slow. Like, it's almost like, it's almost like, I mean, it's that sweet. You know? But I'm going to tell you something about my mama and, and her, her house. She's got well water. And her ice is terrible. I don't, I, I don't know if it's her pipes or if it's her well or what it is, but it is the most awful tasting ice. And when that ice melts down into my sweet tea, it doesn't stay sweet. It waters the tea down. You with me? And it tastes disgusting. That's what's happened to Christianity in our world. It has become so watered down. So what? And tonight, I just want to. I want us to. I want us to take our little inv uh, invisible erasers right now. I want everybody pull your invisible erasers, and I want you to erase the word Christian for a moment. Just erase that word, just for a minute. Just, just knock that out. And I want you to use the word follower. Okay. Insert the word follower where you would use the word Christian. Okay. And I want to preach to you tonight on what it means to be a follower. In Luke chapter nine, verse twenty-three, we have something amazing here. We have Jesus. Basically, outlining in parentheses, in bold letters, capital letters, clearly for us what it means to follow Him. He says, If anyone, verse 23, desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. The first question I want to ask you is, is who can follow? Who can follow? And, and he says in verse number 1, If anyone. Anyone. Anyone, anyone can follow. And here's what he says, anyone. You know what that means? That means anyone. 
Anyone can follow Christ. That, that means that there is no one too far. No one too bad. No one too stuck up. No one too prideful. No, no one that's gossiped too much. No one that's lied too much. No one that's done anything too much. What that means is that anyone can follow Him. He says it again. Then He said to them all, If anyone, if anyone desires to come after Jesus, then you can do it. That's why Travis and Lane and Jimmy and Chip and all those people who are down in Peru, they can go to Peru. They can take Christmas gifts. They can take money. They can do all these things. And here's what they can do. They can stand in front of those people and say, if anyone in here tonight wants to follow Christ, they can do that because the gospel is open to anyone. Anyone can follow. Anybody. It's open to anyone. It's open to the folks in Antarctica. It's open. I mean, how many are there? But I don't know how many, but it's open to them. It's open to those dudes that hung out with Crocodile Dundee down in Australia in like the little huts way out in the desert. It's open to them. Right? You ever seen that movie? Okay. Nobody's seen that movie. Hey, hey it's open. It's open to Africa and the jungles and the deserts. It's all over the world. It's open to everyone, anyone. Your neighbors, your family. You probably don't even like most of your family, do you? Let's just be honest. You have to because they're your family, right? But anyone, that drunk that you pass all the time in a convenience store buying like five of those tall beers and, and he, he sees you and he's like, oh, I'm making beer chicken and he, and he walks past you. That was, that was a little, that was, I thought it was funnier than that. But. Yeah, Brandy thought it was really funny. That alcoholic, that, that person that's not in church, that's not perfect, that doesn't talk like you, that doesn't use the churchy words that you use, that doesn't dress the way you dress, that doesn't act the way you act, those people, anyone, anyone, Jesus says, if anyone desires to come after me, take up his cross, but... Who can follow anyone? Anyone means everyone. But then, number two, who do we follow? Jesus says in verse 23, If anyone, listen, if anyone desires to come after me, who do we follow? What does it mean to be a follower? Anyone can follow, but who do we follow? How do we follow? All these questions I want to ask you. Now, listen, Jesus is the one we follow. We don't follow preachers, although I know a lot of you follow me and you follow other pastors and preachers, and that's okay. But we've got to understand that those preachers should not stand in front of Jesus. They should not stand between you and Jesus, and you should not be following those people. You should be following Jesus. Some of us follow our spouse. Some of us follow uh, family members we look up to and, and idols and, and people in culture and celebrities and all this. Listen, we shouldn't follow anyone other than Jesus. Jesus is the one we're supposed to follow. That's why we sing all these, all these songs about how he was born in Bethlehem. Listen, there's been all kinds of babies born all over the place. We, we could sing about any baby. It's not about just a baby. It's about Jesus. That's why we're singing these songs. That's why we do the things we do. That's why we're going to pass out hot chocolate. That's why It's about Jesus. It's about Him. Who can follow anyone? Who do we follow? Jesus, come after me, He says. Passionate, passionate pursuit. And we go after Him. We must forsake everything. He says, if anyone desires to come after me. Do you realize? Do you realize? And, I, and I'm, I'm real, you know, open with you today. I want to be real honest with you today. It doesn't mean walking in aisle. Let me, let me ask you this. If Jesus was at the front of this aisle, like right here, like right there, and if you came down the aisle and you just stood there in front of him, 
and then you prayed for a moment, or you went back in the office and you, and you did all this, and then you went back to your seat and didn't change anything. Tell me how you're following Jesus. Number one, he's not here, but number two, number two, he says, come after me. Now, if I go after somebody, that's like when I'm aggravating Hannah in the kitchen and she, and she says, go outside, or, or she goes to another room, leave me alone, and I follow her from room to room. That's coming after somebody. I come after them. Right? That's like if you do something bad and all the Kershaw County uh, Police uh, Sheriff's Department come after you and they're chasing you down the road like on cops when, you, when you're watching them and they're running through stop signs and they're running through barricades and all those cops are going, that's coming after somebody. Right? They're coming after me. Bad boys, bad boys, what you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? Right? Coming after you. Following our wife, aggravating our wife, following our spouse from room to room, aggravating them. Cops coming after us. That's what it looks like. Someone pursuing. And Jesus says, if anyone desires to come after me. If you want to follow Christ, stop using these little words, these little labels about being a Christian and follow Christ. I, I hate, I don't want to say this, but I got to. You know, today... I, I forgot the business meeting, okay? I forgot the, I just got so into what I was doing. I'm walking out, I'm propping the door open, I'm done, okay? And, and Donnie, I think, says, hey, business meeting. And uh, I, I'm coming back, I'm like, whoops, and I'm coming back. But then I realized some, mem- some people are leaving, and, and I wanted to talk to those people. So I kind of turn around, and, I, and, I'm, and they're walking down the steps, and I'm going after them. That's what, and I'm like chasing them down and say, hey, hey, I'm Jeremy, I'm the pastor, I just want to, you know, and, and like, that's what it looks like, following, chasing, going after. Why did I tell that story? Because I was coming this way, but I saw something behind me, and I turned around and I went after it. Passionate pursuit. Anyone can follow. Who do we follow? We come after Jesus. We come after Him. Passionate pursuit. We go after Him, and we leave everything. I want to tell you something tonight. I, I love what he said about, uh, in, the, in the sermon video about, about going back to an alley. And looking at Jesus hanging on a post and seeing him hanging on a post. And, and, and you've got to look at that. And you've got to say, I'm leaving everything. You know, I had this weird, like, thought today at nap time. Uh, I don't nap. I don't take many naps. But I, I was holding Lana and she was napping. And everybody else was asleep. And I was holding her. And I, I got to thinking about it. And I said, you know, for the first time in my life, in a couple of weeks, hopefully in a month or so, we, we, we're going like to sell our house and close on our house. And, and we're going to have very little to no debt for the first time in a long time. And I got to thinking about that. And I said, and I was just staring at the TV. And I, got, and I said, you know what? For the first time in my life, I can actually really follow Jesus. You say, Jeremy, what do you mean? For so long, I've been tied to so much. You know, if God called me to New York or Asia or wherever, I could not go. Because I, I was so clamped down and I, and I was so tied to all these things. But, I, but I've noticed and I'm watching and how you know, God's moved us down here and He's gave us a place to live and He's given us a church to serve and he, he's, 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 he's freeing me so I can passionately come after Him. And Marvin was picking on me because we were talking this morning about how I stepped on a lot of toes this morning and last Sunday. And he said, you know, he says, you know, we can't fire you now because you don't have anywhere to go. And I got to thinking about that and I'm like, but you know, that's kind of a good thing. 
Because I don't want to go anywhere. I want to keep on following Jesus. I don't need stakes down anywhere. I want to be free. I want to be free to follow. I want to be free to pursue. I want to forsake everything and follow Him. I, I want to tell you this. I, I was sitting on the couch and, and Lana was still in a coma hibernating on my chest. And, and, and Addie came in there and she sat down beside me. And she said, Daddy, I want to tell you something. I said, what, baby? She said, yesterday I prayed for that man to buy our house. And he did. Today, this morning, Joel was up here and uh, Cassidy actually got nominated to pray. Miss Diane called on t- and Joel just says, well, I'm going to pray. So he stands up and he says the whole Lord's Prayer. Y'all, y'all have changed my family. This church through Brandy and the children uh, and all these people, you are changing my family. My kids have grown in Christ since we've been here. Hey, listen, we're following Christ. We're going after Him. We're pursuing Him. My, my children have never known a song start to finish, but they do now because y'all have worked with them, and you're teaching them about Christ. I've never worshipped in church with my son. I've always been up front doing something or leading, and I love that I can worship with my son at least once a week because I get to hold him, and I get to be in church with my family, and we're following, we're, we're pursuing. Golly, that was a lot. But listen, who, who, can we, who can follow anyone? Who do we follow? Jesus, but three, how do we follow? How do we follow? Verse 23, he said to them, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself. How do we follow? We deny ourselves. If you read that, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself. Total surrender is what that means. That means you don't matter anymore. You know? You, your wants, your dreams. You're like, dear, this is awful. Now listen, Jesus is telling them. This is Jesus. He says, forget it all. Forget everything that you had in mind. Forget all of your dreams. Now, now you may still get to see some of those dreams. And we're not robbing you of anything. But what Jesus says here is you've got to be willing to deny everything. What does that mean? Everything. What does that mean to deny ourselves? What does that mean to completely lay ourselves down before Jesus? What does that mean? It means, again, you don't matter anymore, and all that matters is Him and what He wants. Excuse me, I'm still struggling with a little bit of sinus stuff here. But, you know, listen, I see so many, oh, gosh, I could just tell you so many stories. But I dated this girl in high school. I've got to be real careful. I dated two girls in high school, but, but one, of the, one of the girls, and neither one of them were Hannah. But anyway, I dated this one girl and, uh, and uh, her family, her family, and uh, I, I'm going to be real vague because y'all might know her, but her family made an idol out of uh, her being a successful sports athlete. And, and listen, guys, there are some people who just have the talent, and she did, y'all. She did. Uh, she was one of the best uh, at what she did. I'm not going to name what she did because you might know her. And, and uh, they went to state championships, and, and it was great, and uh, we, we broke up about 10th grade, and things kind of didn't work out for us. But, you know, I continued to see her all through high school. And, and, and I, I'm not saying this for everybody. Don't misunderstand me. This is just an illustration. Uh, after high school, she, uh, she was really good, and she got a really big scholarship, full ride to a really big school, and went and played there and went full. Went buck wild, y'all. And uh, here's what I want to tell you. So, Jim, why you tell us this story? Her whole life. All it was about was getting to that place. And when she got there, she didn't know what to do. Now she's doing something a little less glamorous. She lost that scholarship. She lost all those things. And, and um, things are really kind of a little chaotic for her right now. And, and I saw her the other day, and I, I was looking at her, and I was just like, yeah. you know, number one, it's awkward because we dated in high school. And, you know, but, but number two, I was looking at her, I'm like, all that she had, 
all that she dreamed of and all that her family pushed her for, and look at her now. You say, Jerry, that's a terrible story. No, it's not, because listen, what I'm telling you is sometimes your dreams, sometimes your hopes, sometimes what you want don't line up with what God wants, and sometimes we need to lay our lives down. Maybe your son or your, you or whoever is the next Tebow or, or you know, you're the next uh, you know, big Christian athlete or, or, or you're going to be a celebrity or you're going to be a famous person and maybe you can profess Christ and, and you can reach people on a stage that I can't. But I'm telling you tonight that how do we follow Jesus every day? We deny what we want, what we are after, our dreams, our hopes, and we give our life to Him. And I'm going to say something that's going to be kind of like a bad thing, but it's the truth. Show me someone who's doing this. Show me someone who denies their self this way. It is so rare. I've been a youth pastor for five years, and I stood and told them, I said this over and over again, I said, guys, you're going to be shocked one day if you're in heaven of how many people aren't there that you thought would be there. Why? Why? Because people don't do this. And you say, well, Jeremy, who are you to say it? I'm not saying it. It's in red. Jesus said it. He said, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself. Oh, listen. I pitched a fit, Tristan. at lunch, well, not, not a fit, but, I, but I, I got a little aggravated because we ran out of sweet tea at lunchtime. I mean, you know, I didn't want water. Do you, do you like water? No, water's nasty, right? I want sweet tea. And listen, I couldn't even deny my want for sweet tea for 30 minutes at lunchtime. And we talk about denying ourselves for Jesus? Guys, we need to check up. Church, we need to check up. We need to understand that we haven't got this thing figured out. Who can follow? Anyone. Who do we follow? Jesus. How do we follow? We deny. But, but then, when do we follow? And here's where it gets really sticky. All this other stuff has been like preemptive. It's just, no, here's where it really gets hard. When do we follow? What's he say in verse 23? If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily. Every day. Take up your cross daily and die an everyday death. Whoa. What? We just busted out some stuff that we'd never heard before, right? Or we hadn't heard in a while or we forgot. Now, if we take up our cross, what does that look like? What's the cross? What did Platt just talk about in the video? It's an execution device. And Jesus says, hey, come after me. Leave everything and pick up your execution table. Pick up your electric chair. Pick up your lethal injection table. Pick up your death and die it every single day. Why do we need to die every day? Because Jesus needs to be bring, brought to life in our life every day. He needs to be the one who's, 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 who's reigning in our life. And He can't reign in our life if we don't die every day. I make myself sick sometimes, you know, uh, the way I am. You know what needs to happen to that man? He needs to die. He needs to die. Daily. I don't know what that sound was. Did y'all hear that? Nobody just heard that? Did you hear that, Dale? Okay, all right. I'm making sure I wasn't losing it. Talk about dying and then noise start happening, okay? Take up your cross daily. We die this everyday death. The cross is a symbol of death. Jesus says to take up this death daily. Take up the cross daily. Die daily so that he can live in us 
daily. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. And, and I love to tell this. And he, 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 he took it from me before I could say it in his video. Would you wear an electric chair around your neck on a chain? Cassie's like, no way. Some of you may be wearing crosses around your neck. I'm not, not knocking you, okay? I'm asking you, would you wear that around your neck? I see some of y'all looking to see if you got a cross on. That's hilarious. No, but what we wear, listen, the cross, the cross was a symbol of death. Jesus knew that. He equated that. He, he, he was talking about that. He said, take up that cross and die daily. Last thing. Why do we follow? Let's read verse 5 again. If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. Why do we follow? Because Jesus commanded us to. That's the, only, that's the best reason I've got. Listen, listen, hear me. Hear me and hear me well. Listen, if we want to follow Christ, this is what we have to do. We have to do this every day. Jesus says, follow me. We're commanded, we're compelled, we're pleaded with to have a passionate, desperate, selfless, selfless worshiping follow. Listen, this isn't coming to church once a week, twice a week, three times a week. That's not what this means. This doesn't mean praying a prayer, shaking a hand, or even being baptized. All those things are okay, but that's not what this is. Those things we do, those steps we take are that, steps. Can I, can I tell you something that's going to blow you away? You maybe, maybe you've heard it, maybe you haven't. Salvation is a lifetime process. I've heard so many people uh, get on Facebook or, or say it and they, they come to an aisle and they, they have a conversation with a pastor and, and then it's like it's over with. And I'm like, what? Where is that? It's like, did you read Luke 9 and like skip over 23? Or shoot, 24 or 25? How many people, oh man, think about it. How many people have you seen do that, then do that, and then the FBI couldn't find them. You know why? Because they never started following Jesus to start with. They prayed a prayer. They got wet. They could have done that at home and saved a little time. But did they follow Christ? Did they follow Christ? I want to tell you a story and I'm going to close. Golly, I, I was new at DCAB and and my, my, my second church that I served in, you know, this is going to sound like I'm bragging, but I'm not. I'm just telling you what happened. Man, we were baptizing people. Youth group was growing. Things were going great. And I, I realized something, man, one time. I, I realized something. I'd baptize these people, and I'd never see them again. I baptized a bunch of people. And I remember thinking one day, I went home, and, and I remember kind of just like looking in the mirror and, and, and talking to myself, saying, you know, what did I do wrong? And then I, I remembered something. I remembered Luke 9.23. And that's where this sermon came. One day, it was after I'd baptized some people and I hadn't seen them in a long time. And, and I was asking God, I was saying, God, why? Where are they? Where are they? And I read this and I, I was asking these questions. These questions you're reading are questions. I was asking and I was saying, you know, who can follow? Who do we follow? How do we follow? When do we follow? Why do we follow? Jesus, what happens? And I want to tell you tonight, if you've never ask these questions to yourself and, and, and you've never had an honest dialogue with Jesus and, you, and you've never come to this place in your life where, where you've actually said, I'm going to follow Him. 
then you're on slippery slope. You're on, uh, on shifting sand. Tonight, you, you need to understand that if you're not following Christ, if you're not passionately pursuing Him, if you're not denying yourself every day and following Him, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. Let's read verses 24, 25, and I'm going to give our invitation. Whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever will lose his life for my sake will save it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and himself is destroyed or lost? Jesus says simply, simply, this is the only time you deny everything you want and lose yourself and gain everything. We gain it all. We gain it all. But he says, verse 25, what if you gain the world? but you don't gain me. Does that make sense? Hey, chase your dreams. Leave here, get in your car, go home, and don't change a thing. And Jesus says in verse 25, what profit is that if you gain everything you want, but you're, you're, you're yourself, you're, you're destroyed or lost? Tonight, I want to ask you, you say, Jeremy, we're the core, we're always here, we've been in church long, you've been alive, we're tired of you preaching to us like this. Listen, I said this morning, I'm going to say it tonight. If you're higher than God, you're, you're worshiping yourself tonight. Don't sit up here and talk to me like you can't get things and improve things in your life. Listen, I just got through telling you that I need to work on this. The pastor, the pope, the one up front, right? Me. I am so far from where I need to be, church. Ask that beautiful curly-haired girl sitting right there in the back. She'll tell you. Ask my children. Ask people who know me a little closer than you do. But guys, I want to ask you tonight. I want to ask you tonight. Will, will, you, will you line up beside me? And, and, and Can we get in a line, not literally, but in a line? And, and can we all start maybe trying to follow better tonight? Here's the good news. If we've started following Christ, if we've denied ourselves, if we've done this partially right, Jesus said we do it daily. It's something we do every day. So if you didn't do it good yesterday, yesterday or the day before yesterday or Last month or last year maybe, we can do it better tonight and tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Can I tell you something? God's going to turn this church upside down if we do this. God's going to turn this church upside down if we do this. He's going to turn your marriage upside down. He's going to turn your life, your children, your career, everything upside down. And I love what Ryan and Brandy, and I love how, how passionate they are about missions. And I love what Ryan said in the announcements a minute ago about, about Travis, and he's talked about how you know, he's just overwhelmed. That's what missions does to you. When, when you go somewhere, your life's turned upside down. But see, that's following Jesus. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you a challenge. Can I challenge you? I'm done, I promise. Commit to following Christ. Commit to going on a mission trip. Commit to starting to pray about going on a mission trip. Commit to those things. You, you know, we go on mission trips a lot of times to change places. We go on mission trips a lot of times to, to influence those places. What happens is we're the ones changed. Nothing had, can ever change you like serving Jesus and passionately following Jesus day after day. Our song tonight is Come As You Are, and Ryan's going to come, and he's going to lead us. And uh, I'm going to be down front now. T tonight, uh, we've got something special that's going to happen, and uh, we're really excited about that.
Uh, I was talking to a girl after, uh, before church, and something cool is going to happen here in a minute. So I know one's going to come, hopefully. She told me she was. And some of you others need to come. And, and you don't necessarily need to come talk to me, talk to Ryan, talk to anybody else. You need to come talk to Jesus tonight. And you need to say, Jesus, today I want to start doing it right. I want to follow you. I want to deny myself. I want to follow you every day, God. I want to get closer to you. I want to have my life be a portrait of someone who's following Christ. There's nothing necessarily wrong with the word Christian, guys, but I want to see some followers. I want to see some followers following. <laughs> Amen. So tonight, as we sing, come as you are, I want to give that, that opportunity tonight. Come as you are tonight. Come tonight. Jesus said, if anyone desires to come, to come, come follow Christ tonight. Maybe you're lost. Maybe you've done all the right things, said all the right words, and maybe you've been going through the motions, but let tonight be the night where you, you come and you follow Christ. Maybe you've maybe you professed Christ, and maybe, maybe you are a, a believer, but maybe you haven't been following. Well, come tonight and, and start tonight following. Follow Christ. Or, or, or maybe you're just a, a person who's been kind of floundering around. You want to join this church. Now, I don't know what, I don't know what you need to do tonight, but come tonight. Let tonight be the night. Listen, let today be the day where you follow and you start. Start. Start doing what Jesus has called us to do in Luke chapter 9, verse 23. Ryan's going to lead us and sing, Come as you are.